0: Hour number two, just well, What five minutes after 11, So we take you until noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. That music means Bama Bob, Trent and I are about to talk college football. Some of the bigger games this weekend, we'll do that momentarily. Trent, a little breaking news. What have you got?
2: Yes, uh, as we found out, Iowa's basketball schedule earlier in the week, there were two TBAs on there with the Iowa State and Western Illinois game. They'll play the Leathernecks on December 3rd. 7 o'clock tip-off for that one. But the big news, Cyhawk Hawk is officially on the calendar Friday, December 11th. Oh, okay. At Mediacom Court at Carver Hawkeye Arena, that is when that game will be played. So, good news there. There is not a start time listed in this press release. Waiting for TV. I'm going to guess that is something that has been bandied about. So, waiting on
0: TV. But we know it'll be Friday night, December 11th. Good stuff. Uh, Now we have a date. We have a date to talk college football with Bama Bob. Let's do so. Hello, Bama. How are you? I'm doing great, Kenny. How are you? Doing fine, thank you very much. Good to Good. Uh, be back on here. I hate missing any time during football season. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get into it. You know what, guys? Honestly, as I was looking at the slate this week, look, we're going to take any week, right? Uh, how many cancellations? Sixteen this week, fourteen the week before, something crazy like that. But for a, it kind of feels like it's wedding week in the South. You know that weekend in the SEC where. <laughs> Nobody plays anybody. That's not the greatest slate of games with the exception Big of 10. Bedlam and the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Trent. Not the greatest.
3: Well, Ken, I think that's backed up because the CBS game at 2.30 is San Diego State-Nevada. There, no wow. there is no SEC game on CBS. If I'm looking at the schedule right and I'm looking on ESPN right oh, now.
0: You're right. Who Who was I it supposed to be? See. So it must have been a cancellation that made that happen. Ole
3: right? Miss A&M? Probably. maybe yeah i mean that's the only one that's yeah. the only sec game to my knowledge it's been canceled so far i mean alabama and kentucky wouldn't make it. i would have thought auburn and tennessee but that's the espn game at six from mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the schedule i'm looking at it
0: I mean, had to be the a&m game i think trent yeah. I, I think you're right uh let's yeah. get into it yeah. fellas um I'm pulling my hair out on the Big Twelve. I am so wrong in that conference. Whoever I pick, you can with confidence go the other way because I have no idea. I'm clueless on the Pac twelve this year. What um what surprised i will start with you. What's mm-hmm. what's the biggest head scratcher to you in that conference? Or are you seeing it right? Well, I, I think I'm
2: trending in the right direction. It's been a little bit uneven. But I think more than anything, I just this Oklahoma State team I thought was gonna be so much better offensively. And the injury to Spencer Sanders, how much that's debilitated them, or did we just overrate Spencer Sanders coming into the year? Mm-hmm. That's the question that I still molly about as I look at Bedlam and wonder, can Oklahoma State keep up? I know that defense is good. I you can argue them and Iowa State having the best defenses in the Big Twelve, but I, I just wonder with the limitations we send, the running game that hasn't got going with Hubbard, on the outside, yeah, you have one great receiver, but he's been banged up. Just how good this offense can be and how Good, they have to be. I think on Saturday night to get a victory. That's my concern in that one. That's probably the one that I miss the most. I think in the Big Twelve is Oklahoma State's offense as opposed to the defense. Yeah, I must have missed both. I,
0: I meant to say Pac Twelve, but uh, anyways. Uh, well, let's do Bedlam. Uh, uh, let's finish it off with with uh, your thoughts on Oklahoma Oklahoma State for you, Bama. How do you see this game?
3: Yeah, this I'm with Trent. I, I mean, I, and i I think I've kind of said it on air, at least after the first couple weeks, I've thought for all season that Oklahoma State and Iowa State are the two best teams in the Big 12. And that was, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma Mm -hmm. obviously struggling early. I I still, I want to believe that, but, uh, like, Trent just nailed it. I mean, Oklahoma State's going to have to show me. They're only averaging 28 points a game. Mm -hmm. I thought that would be up in the mid-30s, you know, 35, 37, something like that. um, Because you know, let's face it, they haven't they haven't played a, a killer schedule and, you know, the Big Twelve is has switched. I mean, it's no longer every game, you know, fifty six, fifty four or mm-hmm. whatever it is. They play defense in that conference. Oklahoma though, I think is coming on with, with Rattler and, you know, I the key to me is is like you said, Hubbard for whatever reason, I mean this they've played six games and he's not even averaging he doesn't have six hundred yards yet. He's not averaging you know, three or four, you know, five yards of carry, which, which I thought he would be up around that four and a half, five yards. And yep. I don't know. I, I, to me, I know Oklahoma's favored by seven. I would probably, I would probably take the Sooners in that. I just think if you want to look at it as a trend, I think Oklahoma's trending up mm-hmm. and Oklahoma State, not necessarily trending down. They're still five and one. They've got a good win over Iowa State, but. They just haven't been able to consistently produce, and I don't know how long that defense, which is really good, only giving up you know under eighteen points a game. Uh, I don't know that they're going to be able to hold Oklahoma in the you know mid to upper twenties. And if they if they can't, then I don't know that they haven't shown yet that they've got enough. They they have enough. They just haven't been able to put it together to be able to to win a shootout. Is it going to be a shootout? I don't really know, but um, they've got all the pieces, but I'm I'm wavering a little bit on that Oklahoma State, Iowa State, but I still think they're the two most complete teams. That said, this is a tough spot for them, I think, going into uh Saturday night.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm with you. And I don't know if Wallace is going to play. He didn't last week against K State. Have you seen anything yeah. a, a, anything there, Trent? I'm not sure I have either. And you know what with 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 Hubbard I was surprised he didn't leave after the 2,000 yards. I'm just not so sure how committed he is this year. Cause he's, or maybe he's injured. Maybe that's totally unfair of me to even throw that out there. Maybe there's something there we don't know about. Um, but something's
3: he's not, not right. With something's I mean, not I don't right. I don't, I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the blocking, you know, the offensive line. I don't know if it is. They have not been able to really, you know, develop that, you know, passing game that makes life easier for running backs, but I, I'm kind of with you, and it's a dangerous game. I mean, he could have come out last year and probably, yep. you know, been a second round pick at, at worst. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be costing himself some money coming back. I mean, you know, he could slip to third round. I don't know. Uh, he's still got a couple games to, to right the ship, if you will, but Something's, something's just not right there. And, and like you said, don't know if it's injury, commitment, scheme, whatever it is, but I really, I expected him right now after six games to be pushing 1,000 yards, 800, 900, something like that, and he just hasn't been able to get it going.
0: Nope, uh, no doubt about it. A lot of folks thought that, well, I think he was preseason, uh, got a lot of preseason pub, and rightly so, after that last year. But Brees Hall's been a yeah. story about running backs in the Big 12 this year. Um, Bama, let's start with you, and then I want to get the same question to Trent. Can Rutgers knock off Michigan this week? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Rutgers has a horrible offer. I mean, can you imagine, fellas, if if Michigan gets picked off by Rutgers? Can Rutgers win, Bama? Uh,
3: You know, logic tells you no, Ken. I just don't know where Michigan is right now. I mean, they have been so atrocious this year. I mean, the answer is I guess yes, because Michigan State beat them. Uh, and Michigan State, I don't uh, know, is any better if, and probably not as good as Rutgers. Um, you would think going into it, just looking at the, you know, you look at the the quote-unquote names on the helmets, and you think, ah, oh, there's no way Rutgers has no chance in this. But coming off that week, you know, that Wisconsin game was just an eye-opener to everybody. Harbaugh says we're going to address every aspect of the program. Well, it's hard to do that in a game week. You usually do that all either in the off season, or if you want to try to do it in season, you do it during a bye week where you've got you know time to gather. I mean, you've got a game plan for this week. And whatever Michigan's game plans have been this year, they haven't been very good um, outside of Minnesota at the beginning. But, I mean, they haven't won a game. Obviously, they've lost three straight. Um, yeah, I think they can. I don't know if they will or not. I see Michigan as a ten-and-a-half-point favorite. There's no way I would touch that uh line right now. I would you know Michigan's one of those stay away teams for me and has been for a long time. But the short answer I guess is yes, they can. It would be an absolute disaster for Michigan if they go in and lose to Rutgers.
0: Can they can they lose to Rutgers? It,
2: Trent? It's, no, it's not gonna happen. I mean it's a fun thought. You go That's back right. to what the seventy two nothing game from a few years back that Michigan just oh, absolutely put that, them yeah. put it on them. Rutgers Week one, okay. Michigan State, they got seven turnovers. Michigan is going to win this game. They're going to win it comfortably. And This was on my list. It didn't make my cut down to five, but I do like Michigan, minus nine and a half, ten right in that range. I think they win, and win pretty handily, as obviously they
0: should. All right, we'll get to, we got three games I want to take a look at a little bit more detail, but Trent, let's start with you. Um, Pac-12. Yeah. Where are you dumbfounded, or are you? The The whole
2: conference. I mean, from Arizona State, who we saw in week one, Bam and I, during the show, we both loved the over and, of course, went there. But that Arizona State team, I thought Herm was going to be a disaster. It's actually working pretty yeah. well. USC could easily be zero to two. I thought Wazoo was going to be awful. They have a pulse. Colorado, I, no clue. Utah, Cal, who a lot of people like, and then they lose that weird Sunday game right. that started. Trent, they weren't outside. even in that game last week. I couldn't move the football. It was just I don't have a handle. In general, the conferences <laughs> that have started later, it's been difficult to get a good read. Mm-hmm. But the Pac-12, they're taking it to a new level. And even Oregon, who I did like. Yeah, they're two and zero, but I have not been overly impressed with the Ducks. How about you, Bama?
3: I'm going. I mean, to me, I think Oregon is is the one team out there that that really, I guess, is, is enough data, if you will, enough data points. I don't know. I mean, they got it's a fun game against UCLA this week. I mean, UCLA, um, you know, laid an egg the first week, came back and, as you said, beat Cal last week. Whereas Cal, who knows? But Trent's right. This 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 conference is just all over the board. Um, so many, you know, they start late cancellations, you know, they have two games canceled. They're going to take the other two teams and play them on a Sunday. Now I see where they're going to allow non-conference games. Yep. If a game gets canceled by Thursday. Um, I mean, it's just, just, I don't know there's just, there's no handle on this. I still think Oregon's the best team. I I think those two wins that they have, like you, you mentioned Wazoo. Wazoo not a bad team. Mm-mm. um, And I'd like – that's a a road win uh, up in Pullman, which is never an easy place to go or an easy place to get to. Uh, The win over Stanford, I don't know where they are. Uh, That program's just kind of been drifting for years. Washington with a new coach. I watched a decent amount of the Washington-Oregon State game. Oregon State may be a little better than people think. I just don't think they're going to win very much. I do like their running back. Um, Utah hasn't played a game yet. That's crazy. And they, they play USC. So who knows what you're going to get out of them? I I just think Oregon and Trent mentioned it. USC could be 0 and 2. I don't have a great feel for it either. I think Oregon is probably the best team in that conference, uh, and maybe by a long way. And I just don't know that we're ever going to have. I don't think these teams are going to wind up playing the same amount of games this year, and they're they're just kind of playing to play, if you will. I don't think any of these teams are any kind of consideration for for the playoff, but. If you want to look at it as a whole, probably Oregon, maybe Arizona State, USC after that.
0: Big Ten West, Battle Trent Connor, start with you. Wisconsin-Northwestern, Mertz a freshman, mm-hmm. Northwestern a good defense. Will they do enough to confuse him, or does Wisconsin push on? T- you know, I have a tough time getting a
2: good read on this one, because there's elements historically that I really like. A past Wisconsin team that can run the ball, I think they'd have success, even as stout as Northwestern has been. Wisconsin hasn't shown really an ability to run the football this year. That's not a good recipe against Northwestern. Northwestern, on the other hand, Ramsey's better than what they had last year. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't been great by any means. You know? And you're going to have to score, I think, to do this one. Ultimately, it comes down to Graham Mertz. He has the big advantage. I still think in that, even as I don't feel like I know a ton about the Badgers. I guess if I had to lay it. I'd probably do it with Wisconsin, but just don't have a great feel. How about you, Bama? You think you got this one covered?
3: <laughs> I want to say, yeah, that that Wisconsin's going to win this game going away. That North, you know, the bubble, kind of the Kansas State effect, you know, that they were going along fine, and then the bubble kind of popped. I think it's going to pop this week. I just kind of look at that schedule. Um, you know, Maryland, Nebraska, Purdue last week was, I you know, I thought Purdue had a had a better shot at that game, and they weren't. He wasn't terribly close. Um, you know, they, they do have a win over Iowa,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, which, you know, on the road, which you can't discount. Wisconsin, like you said, who have they played? Illinois to open, what, two weeks off, and then just a, a disaster of a Michigan team? But they look good. I mean, and I know I know that Michigan looked bad, and I think Northwestern is might be a better team than Michigan, but Wisconsin, man, they just – it looks like they might finally have a way to beat you if – like you said, the ground game isn't going, and and that's with merch. And I, I don't know I, if I had to if if I'm betting this game, I'm I'm laying the seven seven and a half, whatever it is. I just they just look like a more physical team than Northwestern. I love Northwestern. I, I you know I'd love it if they won. They're scrappy. I love what Fitzgerald has done there. He's been there for a long time now. He's, I'm sure he's had chances to go other places and hasn't, which is great for a program like that. I just look at this, and, and I mean, look, merch hasn't thrown a pick yet. Ramsey's got four or five, whatever it is. They, a little turnover prone. Give me the Badgers, and I, just, I think they might be for real, um, and I think this is who we're going to see against Ohio State in the – in the championship game.
0: Yeah, as do I. I think Mertz is uh, clearly legit. All right, Bam, let's stay with you, but move to the Big Ten East. Uh, Ohio State, Indiana. Indiana struggles to run the football. Pennix has been one of the better stories in college football. Well, the entire team has, let's be honest. Um, Yeah. Ohio State seemingly is on another level, I think. But, sir, boy, 21 points or whatever it is, almost three touchdowns. Most people, I can't find anybody that think, ah, that's a good point spread. That's a really good number. Everybody thinks it's too many points. Do you, Bama?
3: I tend to lean that way, but if Ohio State plays up to it, um, Indiana can't compete. I don't think. I mean, I just think fields, they just have everything. I mean, you're right. Penix has been really good. Um, but you know, you go back to the Penn State game. Penn State is, what, staring 0-5 in the face? If, yep. You know,
1: yep.
3: if they drop this one, you know, they beat a horrible Michigan team. They, they beat Rutgers, Michigan State. I mean, this is really this is – you're talking about a step up in in, <laughs> in competition. I mean, this is as good as it gets. This is a national program on the likes with Alabama and um, Clemson. And I, I'm just looking at them. If they were going up against Alabama or Clemson, I think that point spread is in line and i put ohio state on those on a level with those two teams so yeah i think it is i think ohio state when they take it when they want to they can take it to another level and just crush teams and i think that's going to happen this week indiana's been a great story and they are a lot of fun and it's 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 good for that program but i just think they're punching over their head they're out of their weight class right now i think ohio state is that good they're one of the 3 legitimate best teams in the country. I don't think Indiana's on that level.
2: Trent, I hate to agree with Bama every single time here, but I see it the same way. In order to beat Ohio State, and their younger cornerbacks that are finally getting play in time, you have to hit those intermediate routes, those 10-yard routes, those kind of plays. The Pennix just has not shown a great ability to be able to do. He make plays up the field. He can do things outside of the pocket. And he's not as great of a runner as you maybe think. You look at his statistical numbers running the football both last year and this year. They're not very strong here. This popped into my head. 2002, Iowa State going down to Norman. Mm. Come get your whooping. Mm. I think this very well could be that kind of whooping for the Hoosiers. Yeah, and they were what? Yeah, I don't, don't know think the running
3: quarterback's going to trouble Ohio State no. either. I mean, they're just too good and too fast on defense. He's going to have to throw it, like you said, and. I just don't know that he can beat him in the, I don't th- I would be stunned if he can match Fields throw for throw play for play.
0: All right, uh, let's let's do this. Uh, let's do the Iowa and Iowa State. Will they get through the weekend 2 and 0, 1 and 1 or 0 and 2? Bama.
3: 2 and 0. 2
0: and 0. Trent. What was it? Yeah. Iowa and Iowa State. Do they, they both can't... win? do they split or do they both get knocked off? This is a split. It's a split. It's a split. Oh, where are you? I won't
2: tell you who. It's a split, though. Okay. We don't get undefeated, and we don't get winless.
0: One and one. One and one. <laughs> uh, if I had to say, I just can't
2: get past Penn State not winning a football game. Yeah, man, I know. and 5 preseason top 10, yeah.
0: and still
2: a lot of talent. That's where I am. That's my hang-up in this game. I love Iowa's defense.
0: Mm-hmm. I really and truly do.
3: I don't know where Penn State's head is. That's I mean, a great what question. What playing for right now? I mean, you know. Kids are opting now. I mean, Journey Brown, you hate it for him. No, oh, was, terrible. Wasn't anything COVID related. No, it was heart. Yeah, and you know Clifford. Um, you know, there, there's all these. They, you know, they're having a quarterback situation now, where yeah. you know, one starts, one finishes, all that kind of thing. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know if they've mailed it in. If they haven't mailed it in, I'm with you. I, I, I really like Iowa State. I. I I like them to be Kansas State regardless, although K-State's bit me before a couple times this year. I'm um, sticking with Iowa State as one of the best two teams in the Big 12. Um, I just I don't know where Penn State is. and I mean, I know Iowa has got something to play for. I don't know what if Penn State does or not. But uh, I'm just going to I'm going to stick with it. I'm saying two zero, no, they
0: both win. All right, well, uh, certainly Cam will come back to the lineup for uh, Iowa's been uh, terrific as uh, benson has yep. been phenomenal. All right, uh, sneaky good game, uh, Trent Condon. Sneaky, it's early. Yes, it's it's it the is, and you're taking it from me. I knew you would.
2: Yeah, I love this game. So and this side They're part
0: unbeaten. Of, of
2: my picks, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State yes. for Suprem- supremacy in
0: the Sun Belt. Eleven o'clock, ESPN two. I should have gone first, Bam. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to struggle, so I'm going to quick scan the slate for another game what's yours Bama
3: I'm going same time frame SEC LSU at Arkansas Um, I just you know listen Arkansas coming off the loss last week against Florida Felipe Franks played pretty well down there made Mm -hmm. some plays where is LSU not only on the field but off Ken I mean there's a lot of stuff swirling around that program right now all the title nine accusations and you know the stuff going back to Darius Geis and you know uh, cover-ups and all that kind of thing. Yep. And I, I mean, it's getting a lot of play down here. It I'm should its nationally. Yep. It got some run on this. This could turn into a Baylor situation if this if these accusations mm. are true. You know, look, they've been getting ready to play Alabama. That's the talk. All they've talked about is, yeah, I think we're going to get the Alabama game. We get the Alabama game. We get the Alabama game and we're going to find a way to play it. And <laughs> nobody said a word about Arkansas. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I love what Pittman's done with his team. And so I, I think this one's got a chance to be pretty good. And, uh, you know, it's SEC network 11 o'clock. So. You know Fayetteville's no fun to play in, so I'm I'm going to keep an eye on that one as, as my really SEC game of the day. If you really look at it,
0: well, I'm going to go. I spend, I find myself on the SEC network in the uh, evening slot more often than not. I spend way too much time over there, Oklahoma. I mean, Bedlam's the same time, but uh, Georgia. JT Daniels going to start this week finally for Georgia. We'll see if that makes a difference or not. I think the alternate very interesting. Yeah, it really is, uh, guys. We're out of time. We got to move on. Bama. We'll talk to you on. Monday. Uh, recap the weekend and then plan on doing a few minutes on Wednesday morning early, Bama, as we're off on uh, Friday and Saturday. Thanks, Bama. Have a good weekend.
3: Sounds good, guys. Take care. Glad you're back, Ken.
0: Thank you, buddy. Good to talk to you. Bama Bob uh, talking college football with Trent and I. Uh, so you're going one and one? One and one.
2: and I'm leaning. So I got a middling opportunity during the Nebraska Penn State game. Elite Sportsbook still had the Iowa getting three and a half at Penn State line. So I grab that, yep. and I'm going to buy back a little bit on the other side and try to middle this thing. Because the game's on where? Two and a half? Two and a half, and there's some threes out there. And if elite gets to three, then I'm going to jump back in on the back side and try to middle <laughs> this thing up. As uh made money on that opening Purdue line, the opening Michigan uh-huh. State line. We're trying to make it a very profitable, maybe a good Christmas for the
0: Condon kids coming well, up. How about that? Very nice. Uh, we will uh, try, try to make it a good Christmas for one of our listeners right Last now. Last
2: chance to do it. Right this is it. This for is this. us oh. for our program today. It ends, so let's get a winner. I, try, I I begged people, let's get a winner while Ken was gone, because I knew it would have pissed you off so much. <laughs> well, we're over. We are.
0: And I, Has the station had a winner? Has, we haven't. I don't think we have no. this promotion, and this is going on, what, four, five weeks, yeah. something like that? Let's get it done. Uh, too early for you. those of you ringing in for Claxons, You're 15 minutes early. Uh, but right now it's time for another $1,000 handoff. Text the keyword... Home to 200, 200 right now. It's your chance to win 1000 bucks. home to 200, 200.
1: You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. All right, Miller and Condon.
0: We'll talk to Dave Sproul on Iowa State K State next. Claxons in 15 minutes. Miller and Condon till noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460, KXNO 106.3 FM.
1: If it feels like everything is on KXNO, it's because it is. Get all the latest on the Hawkeye Cyclones, and more right here. 1460 AM and 106.3 FM. We are Des Moines Sports Station. KXNO.
0: Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Blackson's coming up in oh, a little more than 10 minutes, our picks as well. Right now, Dave Sproul, K-A-S-I in Ames, 1430 on the AM dial. That's where Iowa State plays in Story County. Dave, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Some sad news regarding Iowa State to start things off. Uh, Jim Hallahan, who was an assistant on uh, Johnny Hort's staff for so many years, and then, of course, took over the Iowa games and really built that uh, into, um, uh, into quite an event, uh, passed away here today. Did you know Jim at all?
4: yeah I passed crossed a few times mostly in his role with the Iowa games and the yep. Iowa Sports Foundation. He'd come on in and promote the the games uh from time to time and uh yeah i, I couldn't ask for a nicer guy to deal with and and he did a great job with that event and it, that that those games have meant a lot to Ames through the years mm-hmm. in terms of the economic impact and its ability to bring in folks from out of town as well as you know, just get more Iowans out, get them active, which was a you know a big core concept for the Iowa Sports Foundation.
0: No, he was a a a big driver in that, no doubt, and and likewise, uh, Bob Dyer and I had him on a lot. Turn of the century, you know, that time frame when he was uh, getting that event, building that event to what it became. And always very gracious. It was always good to share some of the stories with, uh, you know, his time with Coach Orr as well. Well, let's get to the here and now. Uh, and, um, you know, just a real quick note on basketball before we move forward. The Seahawks uh, game has now been set December the 11th. Um, but Iowa State Prom had a press conference or media event earlier in the week. There's some, uh, not COVID issues, some some injured cyclones uh, that may be having trouble making it to practice or getting on the floor and getting practice early in the season. Uh, some banged up guys on the roster.
4: Yeah, just, you know, it's a handful of guys who have some nagging things here and there that, uh, you know, they need to just get a little time and rest maybe and get over that. It's nothing that I, you know, the impression I got coming away from that is nothing long-term or that is expected to linger through the course of the season. But you know, Trey Jackson is dealing with a little a knee thing and Razier Bolton is a hip thing and Xavier Foster has been dealing with some illness, non-COVID-related illness, uh, luckily. Uh, so it's just, you know, a lot of small things, and it's been enough of a challenge uh, through the, the mitigation procedures to get everybody on the court at the same time, and this makes it a little bit more difficult. So it might take a little bit longer than than usual to get everybody on the same page and get everything going in the same direction for that squad.
2: What are your expectations for this team? Do you think they're going to be at the very least, you know, hover around maybe that middle mark after the top tier that's so good in the Big Twelve? What do you think of this team?
4: Yeah, I think best case scenario is you know you're in the the tournament as like an eight, nine, ten seed or something like that, kind of on the low end of where the the major conferences usually get the the bids as at large teams. And uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they hang on the bubble and maybe miss the tournament when all is said and done. Uh, and that's assuming, you know, the normal amount of teams make the tournament. Uh, There's so many new faces and a lot of roles that are going to change that it's going to be difficult to be consistent from from game to game throughout the course of the season. So there will be games where they look like they could beat just about anybody and there's going to be games where maybe they look like they would lose to anyone. So it'll be up and down, I'm sure, throughout the course of the season and, and the consistency will probably be the biggest challenge.
0: Uh Dave Sprout from KSI is our guest. Well, let's get to the uh, farmageddon. It will play out this weekend. Uh K-State, Iowa State, uh, they both haven't played in a couple of weeks. K-State, last time we saw them, they were actually giving Oklahoma State a hell of a football game. Now they were without Wallace, their best threat uh in the receiving game. Uh when when you look at this K-State team, I gotta give Will Howard credit on one hand. He has kept this team afloat clearly uh when he was thrust into playing. I, I, I got to think that Haycock and company are are going to make him beat them through the air. Put a spy on him. Don't let him beat you with their legs because the kid can run around and make some plays. But he really struggles when he's asked to throw the football. I have to believe that that is very high on the defensive game plan as to how to beat this K-State team.
4: Yeah, one of John Haycock's favorite things to do, probably the top thing on this priority list week in and week out, is to make the other team one-dimensional and mm-hmm. take away something that they do well and for Kansas State that's got to be the running game because because of Howard's experience and you know the fact that he's not a great thrower as, as well as you know the fact that you got Deuce Bond back there running back who can be really spectacular and he's fun to watch I, I don't care who you root for if you don't enjoy watching Deuce Bond play football you don't enjoy football uh but he's he's a guy you got to focus on he really makes their offense go and the, the number one priority with him is to to slow him down in the running game. He's also leading the Wildcats in receiving yards, so that's a factor you got to be aware of, but if you can keep him and Howard in check on the ground, that gives you an advantage to, you know, force them to be you through the air and they're going to be less adapted when it comes to that uh, that aspect.
2: You know, one thing I mentioned at the top with this game, Dave is special teams. Something Kansas State's been very good. It's been very inconsistent for Iowa State. Would you anticipate after the season if there's continued issues in special teams that we would see Matt Campbell reevaluate the decision not to have a dedicated special teams coach?
4: I would imagine he'll certainly reevaluate it. whether you know he decides eventually to actually have a special teams coach is a different matter. but it's certainly something when you see how things have gone this season in that regard, it's definitely got to be something you think about. And you know, maybe at the end of the day, right, when you're done your your evaluation, you say, well, you know, we had the COVID situation, we had less practice, we had less time to work on special teams-related things, and, you know, it, that'll fix itself if, if you can get back to quote-unquote normal. Or maybe you need somebody to, to you know, guide that uh, that area. I've, I've watched a lot of college football, and I think, you know, if there's been, besides, you know, canceled games and absences and players being unavailable for games, I think the biggest effect that uh, – that COVID has had is is on special teams because you just have less time in practice. Mm -hmm. When you have less time for practice overall or so much of your focus is on keeping guys healthy, you just have less time to work on those little things that can make a big difference in the special teams game. So even teams with special team coaches and good special team coaches, are having their, their share of struggles. So it's not something you can entirely talk up to not having a coach in that area, but it's certainly something you're going to have to think about during the off season.
0: Uh, Who wins Bedlam tomorrow night?
4: Well, there's a, you know, the, the joke around the world of college football is that anything can happen in Bedlam. Oklahoma can win by a little. Oklahoma can win by a lot. Oklahoma can win by just about anywhere in between. Oklahoma just owns that series. It's barely a rivalry. It's only because those two teams are in the same state. Uh, it's really something that when, when you look at how these two teams are playing right now, Oklahoma is clearly the superior team because it looks like Spencer Rattler has really put it together. Oklahoma State, it's been a struggle, surprisingly, on offense throughout the season, it seems, for Oklahoma State. The defense stays strong, but I think Oklahoma's just going to have too much talent on the offensive side to to wilt in that game. Good stuff,
0: Dave Sproul. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thank you. You betcha. Appreciate it. Dave Sproul, K-A-S-I, 1430 on the AM dial. Uh, K-State, watch number 56. Hubert's his last name. He's a defensive end. He is... Their best player on defense yeah. by a mile, and a huge disruptor. Get after the quarterback. And they got to come up with a plan. To I mean, they, they might need help because he can uh, he can wreak some havoc. If they
2: need Brock Purdy to win this game against this Kansas State defense, that, in the I,
0: I can't see that this week. Can you? No. I mean, that's coming, Trent. I think that's next Friday. Yeah, that he
2: has to have that uh-huh. kind of game. They're gonna be able to run it as effectively as we've seen lately. Yeah, Brees Hall is such a talent. He's just incredible. Yes. I think so,
0: too. I think they're still going to be able to get Brees Hall is still going to be able Mm -hmm. to get his in the ground game. Uh, Well, let's let four of our listeners try and get theirs, get their klaxons on. Uh, We'll take our first four callers right now, 284-5966. We'll give you four games. You give us four answers and a tie break if you get the most right. $35 $35 from Claxons. Runner-up gets 25 If you're getting a ring, that means you are in. Stay there. If you're getting a busy signal, you'll have to wait until Wednesday. We will do Claxons on Wednesday. We'll do it next. Miller & Condon, 1460 KXNO
1: and 106.3 FM. The Iowa State Cyclones are on the verge of greatness. Of doing something they've never done before. Join the party after every game. With Jethro's Barbecue Cyclone Sound Off. Heather Burnside and Emery Songer... Bring Bring you highlights, analysis, and, of course, your calls. Jethro's Barbecue Cyclone Sound Off. After every Cyclone football game right here on 1460 AM and
0: 106.3 FM. KXNO. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. Time to give four of our listeners, Bill E., Marty, Ronnie, and Bill H., an opportunity to win Claxon's Barbecue. Whoever gets the most right will win $35 from Claxon's, the runner-up, 25 Claxon's in business in Altoona. About 25 years, quarter of a century or there about, serving barbecue, thirty-one, 31 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, for the four of you, here's the tiebreaker to give it some thoughts. Total points in the 4A Championship tonight. A game you can hear right here. On 1460 KXNO and 106.3 with Joe Stacy and Trent Condon, they'll have the Yankee SCP championship game. Bill E. goes first. Hello, Bill. How are you?
4: I'm glad it's Friday.
0: Yes, you and me both. Uh, Iowa is a two-and-a-half point favorite over Penn State. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to
3: take the Nittany Lions.
0: Taking the Nits, I think I might two if I was forced to. Clones uh, give 11-and-a-half to K-State.
3: Iowa State,
0: Bedlam, Oklahoma is a seven and a half point favorite. Sooners, Wisconsin seven and a half over Northwestern. I'm going to take the Wildcats. Okay, and uh, the tiebreaker is total points in the four A championship. Ankeny Southeast Polk tonight. Fifty four. Bill, have a wonderful weekend. You too, Kenny. Thank you. Thank you, Uh, Marty's next. Hey, Marty. Marty guys. is. Hey, there you are. Uh, Iowa's was a two and a half point favorite over Penn State. I got to take the Hawks. All right. Clones, 11 and a half over K State.
3: Ooh, I think it's going to be closer than people think. I'm going to take K State in the points. Oh, boy.
0: Uh, Bedlam, seven and a half is what Oklahoma's favored.
3: Give me the Sooners. I think they're going to walk them.
0: Okay. Wisconsin, seven and a half over Northwestern.
3: I'm going to take Northwestern.
0: Total points, Ankeny Southeast Pole closes without going over?
3: Um, I'm going to go 42.
0: 42. Thanks, Marty. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ronnie's with Miller and Condon. Hello, Ronnie. Hello. Uh, Iowa's a 2.5 point favorite over the Nittany Lions. Uh, Penn State. Iowa State, 11.5 to K State. K State. Oklahoma gives 7.5 to Oklahoma State. Sooners. Wisconsin, 7.5 to Northwestern.
4: Wisconsin.
0: And total points, Ankeny, Southeast Polk.
4: 44.
0: Have a good weekend, Ronnie. Thank you, you too. Thank you. And uh, Bill H. brings Claxons to a close. Hi, Bill. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you. Iowa's a 2.5-point favorite over Penn State. Hawkeye. Iowa State, 11.5 to K-State.
3: Cyclone.
0: Oklahoma, 7.5 to the Cowboys. The Sooners. Wisconsin, 7.5 to Northwestern.
3: Wisconsin.
0: And total points, Ankeny Southeast Pole Closest without going over. 55. Bill, have a good weekend. Thank you.
3: Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you, and thank you to Claxon's 3131 8th Street, Southwestern Altoona. Did anybody take Oklahoma State? Did not. There's our
2: consensus for the week. There it is. Oklahoma. You fade that, you're going to be making money. Speaking of making money. Yes, you're on the plus side of the ledger now. 3-2, uh-huh, uh-huh. and two, now you are past that 52.4%. You're at 53.1%. Ken Miller's making money, and the T box is still yours. I lead the season series by three games. You are ready to roll coming I off am. your sick so, week?
0: I am. So let me ask you just one question. Yeah. Did you feel a little bit dirty at all with your Cleveland ending? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I've lost plenty of those games that... Stick out Chub running out of bounds at the one. I just can't imagine what it would have been like to be in a book in oh, Vegas. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Let's get into it, Trent. I've got four games and a best bet. A lot of the games were part of Claxon's. Uh, let's start in the NFL Cincinnati and Washington. Alex Smith is a hell of a story. Cincinnati gets a point and a half. The better quarterback is soon to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and Joe Burrow. I'll take Cincinnati and the point and a half. It's my lone dog this week. I do like them a lot. Sunday night football, the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Raiders beat the Chiefs, handed them their only loss of the year. Uh, Chiefs extract some revenge this weekend. I will take Kansas City, lay the seven and a half. To the Big Ten we go with their two primetime tilts. Well, they're not exactly primetime, but you get my point. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, 7 over Northwestern. I'm going to take Graham Mertz. I really, I, I just think that this kid's a special player. He's going to be a problem in the Big Ten West before his time is up. Uh, I'll lay the touchdown, take Wisconsin. Uh, meanwhile, in the East, I don't know how Indiana's done it. Well, I think a big part of it's been their schedule. I'll give them the miraculous win over Ohio State. But then Rutgers, Michigan, Michigan State, you know, which one of those three has a pulse? Tougher question than to think. Uh, I will lay the 20 and a half. Best bet of the week. This is a primetime affair. It's in the Big 12, and it's Bedlam. And like the four callers that just came before me, I can't take Oklahoma State. Um, I've got it as a touchdown. We put the hook on them to separate ourselves and Claxons. I'll lay the touchdown. Give me Oklahoma, Trent. Your best bet of the week, the Sooners, and not fading
2: the public, if you will, at our Claxons contest. I also had a 3-2 and two week last week. against the spread on the year. That is 59.2%. We'll try to build upon that this week. And we start in the college game. Let's go to the SEC. Auburn, 11-point home favorite against Tennessee. Even as Auburn's played better, I just can't trust this team with double-digit points. Give me the Vols. I'll grab those 11 with pick number one to the Big Ten. And we go to the land of Lincoln. A battle of Memorial Stadiums. This one will be in Nebraska. This game... Illinois, Nebraska, has been tight recently. It has. Yes. McCaffrey is okay. Yeah. Not great. Illinois is not good. Nebraska is not very good either, though. Let's who's, slow down. who's
0: starting of Illinois, Williams or Peters? I like that. The yeah, second, he's pretty good. The Williams.
2: second Juice Williams, yeah. if you will, yeah. for him. And he could run the football. Uh-huh. 15 and a half, way too many. Give me Illinois with pick number two. Let's jump in to the NFL before we get to my best bet of the week. First up, we're taking a couple dogs. I mentioned, like the Cowboys, seven and a half. Against the Vikings. Just don't trust the Vikings enough against anybody. Getting a touchdown. Dalton is back. That makes him at least competent offensively. And yes, I'm that guy. I'm grabbing the Jets. Grabbing the Jets. They've brought me a victory against the spread Mm -hmm. already this year. And we're going to go back to the well. Nine and a half is what you're getting against the Chargers. You trust the Chargers? No. No. With more to touchdown? No, thank you. Give me those Jets. For the Play first better. three quarters, I trust them. <laughs> right, right. This is when you can get involved in-game. We finish up with my best bet. Back to the college game. Appalachian State at Coastal Carolina. My sneaky good game. Frog team's favorite. Playing one of those round robins like I like to do on the weekend. Coastal Carolina's undefeated run comes to an end. Grab the five and Appy State to get it done. They won this game by 19
0: a year ago. They're both unbeaten, right? They are. 4-0, 5-0. Should be a good no, game.
2: Appy State lost early. First game of the year, remember, against Marshall. That game was on Big CBS. I don't remember that. Way back in August or okay. first week in September. It was the National CBS game. Marshall undefeated. The only loss of the no. year for Appalachian State. Appy State, Tennessee, Illinois. Cowboys, Jets, my picks this week. Uh, good game. Will you and Joe Stacy call a good close game tonight? I think so. It comes down to line play. If Southeast Polk dominates like they have, they have a chance to run away. I think we're going to see a good one, though, Kitty and Polk tonight.
0: All right, Murphy and Andy, you two. The Fanatics at four Saturday morning, pregame tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful weekend. 4A State Championship plays here tonight. Kickoff 7.30. 7 o'clock, 6.40 with the pregame. Good stuff. Miller and Condon, that'll do it for us. Have a great weekend. 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM.